Nobody likes my gay movie. Well, you're all just a bunch of homophobes. <laughs> Poo on you. Let me see your penis. Hey, Louisiana woman. Mississippi man. We'll get together the time we can. And Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much love in this Mississippi heart. Too much love in this Louisiana heart. See the alligator all the way nearby. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Rest in peace to a pioneer in the country music world, Loretta Lynn, known for such famous uh, songs as Coal Miner's Daughter uh, and the Sissy Spacek make of her her lifetime. Um, It's a sad day. She's 90 years old when she passed, Loretta Lynn. And that was a song between her and Conway Twitty. Uh, I remember being raised on her songs. Uh, she was just like that uh, that bluegrass country. The old school literally came from nothing, had a gift, and uh, just the, the common success story of like the early 1900s. And, you know, rest in peace to her. Uh, the article basically says, Loretta Lynn, Grammy-winning country music legend, dies at 90 years old. And she was a beautiful woman. She was a, she was a very beautiful woman. Um, in the studio with me today, we have Josh, who has returned from his, uh, his hiatus. He's back. And, uh, yeah, it's sad to see this. I, I'm not even going to lie. I thought she was already gone. Really? I didn't know she was still alive. Um, so you weren't, like, a big fan then? Not a huge, huge fan, but, I mean, the fact is, like, she had just amazing hits. She did so much. Um, Loretta Lynn, three-time Grammy-winning country music legend who reshaped the industry and blazed a trail for countless artists past Tuesday at her home in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. She was 90. Our precious mom, Loretta Lynn, passed away peacefully this morning, October 4th, in her sleep at home in her beloved ranch in Hurricane Mills, the family said in a statement. They asked for privacy as they grieve and said a memorial will be announced later. Lynn already had four children before launching her career in the early 1960s, and her songs reflected her pride in the rural Kentucky background. As a songwriter, she crafted a persona of defiantly tough woman, a contrast to the stereotypical image of most female country singers. The Country Music Hall of Famer wrote fearlessly about sex and love, cheating husbands, divorce, and birth control, and sometimes got in trouble with radio programmers for material from which even rock performers once shied away. Her biggest hits came in the 1960s and 70s, including Coal Miner's Daughter, You Ain't Woman Enough, The Pill, Don't Come Home a Drinkin' with Lovin' on Your Mind, Rated X, and You're Looking at Country. She was known for appearing in floor-length wide gowns with elaborate embroidery on rhinestones, many created uh, by her longtime personal assistant and designer, Tim Cobb. Her honesty and unique place in country music was rewarded. She was the first woman ever named Entertainer of the Year at the genre's Uh, Two major award shows, first by the Country Music Association in 1972 and then by the Academy of Country Music three years later. It was what I wanted to hear and what I knew other women wanted to hear, too, Lynn told the AP in 2016. I didn't write it for the men. I wrote it for us women, and the men loved it, too. In 1969, she released her autobiographical autobiographical Coal Miner's Daughter, which helped her reach her widest audience yet. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing Daddy made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar, she sang. Coal Miner's Daughter, also the title of her 1976 book, was made into a 1980 movie of the same name. Sissy Spacex portrayal of Lynn won her an Academy Award, and the film was also nominated for Best Picture. It's a hell of a life. Hell of a life, Mm -hmm. my friend. That's incredible. Yeah. Good for her. That's just that's a, that's a lifetime worth of accomplishment. So rest in peace to Loretta Lynn. Um, died again at the age of ninety. Would you want to live till ninety? If uh, I wasn't like if a you were vegetable, like, <laughs> if you were like Biden, would you still want to live? <laughs> no, I don't think. Well, I, I mean, that you'd... I think Biden probably is enjoying his life. He doesn't know what the, what's going on half the time. He just knows like, hey, I'm president, he but I can just shit myself. Want, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, Living man. the dream, buddy. It, it is weird. It is weird. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I want to live that long. If 
Glad all my uh, faculties still working. Yeah, you know, wasn't you know yeah. confined to like a wheelchair and <laughs> <laughs> I could do stuff on my own. Oh my god! But uh, hopefully uh, we'll see. We shall see. I don't know. Well, uh, there's a lot of great news. There's, uh, you see, this is the part of the show where it's like, do we want to go talk about the juicy gossip that's going on right now with Herschel Walker and his son Christian Walker? Or we want to focus on other shit because I'm not going to lie. Watching this shit unfold last night on Twitter, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, this This is it, uh, This is what people crave. For those that don't know, Herschel Walker is on an, under intense fire right now. His son, Christian Walker, who's an influencer, 23 years old, um, who's big, who does the rants in his car when he's at Starbucks, super gay, very flamboyant, and he makes a point to be there with him. Hey, guys, go home. Raise your family. Like, it's just, yeah, it's too much. But anyway, he's basically blasting his father on social media, on Twitter, accusing him of all these lies because apparently an anonymous woman just came forward and said that Herschel Walker paid for her to have an abortion uh, a long time ago, has the card, the check, shit like that. Herschel's denying it. And then Christian Walker comes out yesterday and he starts tweeting about his father saying, you know, go home, raise your kids. You ran around accusing him of domestic violence, all kinds of shit. Accusing Herschel Walker? Yeah, his dad. And then his dad puts out a statement and he just says, no matter what, I love my son. Referring to Christian. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Handle your shit personally. What the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you? 23 years old. Handle your shit like a man with your father. Why are you going to social media? And you know why. This is clout. Yeah. Clout is an addictive thing. But come on, man. I, I understand that maybe maybe he's hurting. I get it. That sucks. But, man, all you're doing is opening yourself up for all kinds of hatred, all kinds of crap. Like it's it's going to be bad. That's why you handle that stuff behind closed doors. You know, I still think he's better than Warnock. Oh, same. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Despite yeah. anything that he's done, I feel like moving yeah. forward, he, he would do the right thing. And looking in the Twitter sphere, you're going to see, P- I already see comments from Democrats like, and yet they're still going to vote for him over an honest man like Warnock. You know, this won't change any MAGA minds. Like, no, of course not. Because we, you know, it's the same on your side. Like, yeah. don't even sit there and pretend or posture yourself like you're just so much, you know, you're so much better. Like, we morally would never, yes, you would. Yes, like, come on. That's what, that's what I love about Democrats. They just, they pet it up. It's like, and even still, this won't be enough to change those MAGA turds' minds. <laughs> uh, it's like, <laughs> bro, are you serious? <laughs> like, are you, are you really serious? All right. But, yeah, there you have it. That that drama's been going on, and I'm just, I'm sitting there, and I'm just kind of like, dude, this is so embarrassing. I feel embarrassed for all of them involved. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, Democrats are jumping on this. And there's a lot of people accusing Christian of, like, uh, intentionally being paid off to sabotage, attempt to, attempt to sabotage his father's thing. Because yeah, the crazy thing is, it. he's supported his father this entire time. Yeah. He's, he's backed him. He's spoken at events. He's unofficially um, been a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, at freaking... Um, Oh, God. Consulting for his father's campaign. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how you do that. I guess as an influencer, you're just uh, an echo or uh, a magnifier. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what constitutes as consulting. I, I don't know. Um, apparently, these days, you can be an influencer and then now be a consulting for political campaigns and shit like that. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it's true because realistically, the White House used influencers on TikTok to push that propaganda from COVID. Um, yeah, both sides do this. But even still, like watching the videos and then watching Christian Walker's videos, literally calling out his father, just over the top, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. This is too much. Like, go talk to your father. Handle these issues. Go to therapy. Go to counseling. Like, this isn't the way to do it. Because all that tells me is if you're doing this, you're doing it for attention. You're doing it for recognition. You're doing it for clout. Yeah. You got beef with your father? Go take it up with him. Like, this is just ridiculous. But we'll call, we'll come to that. It's just it's sad to see that man. It's like fucking handle your business. Well, okay. So Nolte, the guy from uh, Bros movie we talked about yesterday uh, we, on yesterday's show. Did, yeah. did you see Bros? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer for it. And I was like, this looks gay. terrible. <laughs> this looks gay as fuck. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently, um, this dude Eichner, he is just doubling down I and throwing that. himself a little homo temper tantrum. Is what he's doing. A little oh homo fed. He just, he is not happy. 
He was the, he was also the same person that like demonized everybody on the right and Trump supporters saying don't go watch my movie this movie's not for you and then you turn around and you're kind of like well if you don't watch how this movie you're homophobic you. yeah. it's like how dare you yeah I saw the list of movies they had like I don't know 15 movies mm -hmm. that were basically gay movies mm -hmm. and the total number of uh, uh, the amount of money they had brought in mm -hmm. And a lot of successes. Mm -hmm. You had Philadelphia, yeah. Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the other ones? Um, I can't think of them all, but there was quite a few of them. Yeah. A lot of gay films out there. It was like oh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. It was like, a, that was He's number pretty one. Gay. Yeah, was just, yeah. it, was, it was pretty gay. That dude took some skin off foreskins with those teeth, I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury. <laughs> he was a great oh, singer, though. I thought that was a good movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I still did. The, I will go to the grave saying Freddie Mercury is one of the best vocalists of our time. It was, best vocalist. That was good. I really liked uh, Mike Myers in that movie too. Oh my god! Yeah, that wasn't Mike's was, true. That, that wasn't was surprising. Like, it was, was surprising. Yeah, I, I like, expected him. Myers? Yeah, it's like he doesn't even look like fat bastard. What the oh, hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but Eigner's just throwing himself a little tissy. He's getting his little, little jockey shorts in a bind over there. He says, uh, "Humiliated Billy Eigner threatens to tweet daily about bros out of spite." Yeah, I Bro. thought his his social media stuff was pretty funny. Like his Billy on the street where he walks around. And oh, just, that's him. Yeah, interviews people or talks oh, yeah. to people. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Now, honestly, when I saw the trailer for his movie, I was like, this looks awful. <laughs> this looks gay. Yeah, this looks like totally Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I could see that. I, I, I could see that. It, it didn't look good. No, it didn't. It didn't look good at all. Uh-uh. But again, you know, that's what, that's what people, I don't know. You make it for the smallest demographic of Americans and you ostracize those on the other side and y'all even just make said, it good make a good movie he even said um republicans that are part of the lgbt are are not welcome to watch this movie so it's like okay so you just cut your demographic down a lot a lot further so it's like what yeah, i'm pretty sure they like, would have hey seen guys, it we're gonna sell shell shock cbd but you have to uh be between the ages of 18 to 20 live in texas within a hundred mile radius of the store it's like you see what you're doing you're really just cutting out a lot of the customers there yeah. because you're stupid and you're gay and you're like penis i saw that when yeah. it cost like 25 million dollars to make that movie yeah and he opened it like four uh. <laughs> it's like dude you're done it's like that's your strongest week, bro. And uh, I don't know, you're you're fucking done, yikes. dead unless in the it, water. Unless it turns into like a cult classic, it won't. It, yeah, well, I mean, it, it possibly. I doubt. You it. never know. Now, nah, straight people will be like, nah, this is gay. I don't want to watch this now. <laughs> Who you is Eichner doesn't identify um, because he he basically says um, he said continue tweeting about bros every day for the next year just to spite you. Um, who you is, Eitner doesn't identify. Maybe he means more than 95% of gay people who didn't show up to the stupid movie. Uh, or maybe that he means the 99.9% .9 of Democrats who failed to show up. Eitner has restricted his Twitter message. He did that. I went and looked. That cocksucker, no pun intended, he really is a cocksucker. <laughs> that cocksucker went and he limited his comments on Twitter because yeah. he knew he was catching so much blowback, no pun intended again. And it's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, you're digging yourself into a corner and it's like, mm, nobody likes my gay movie. Whoop, you're all just a bunch of homophobes. Mm, poo on you. Let me see your penis. <laughs> touch it. Little touches. Monkeypox, the sequel. Monkeypox, yeah. Make, 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 make funny, a movie William. about monkeypox, and then we'll watch it. I've watched that. Yeah. A thriller. This summer, coming to you by Eichmann. <laughs> monkeypox in my butthole. Sponsored by LGBT BLM. <laughs> where none of your money is going where you think it is. I know. Right in my butt. Right in my butt. Box office as uh, this is what he tweeted, by the way. Now, listen to what he says here. He says box office. He's looking for excuses here. Box office, as we all know, has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of a movie. OK. Um, and tweeting about a movie you haven't actually seen is meaningless. That's just Twitter bullshit. The majority of people who see bros really love it. Go check it out and see for yourself. No. How about no? How about no? Gay boy. No. Gay boy. No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, folks, we forgot to do the opening. This episode, as you know, is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Hey, are these gay influencers pressuring you to watch their gay fucking movies and you're just tired of it and you're feeling a little stressed, a little anxiety, you need something to take the edge off? Well, here at Shellshock CBD, we can't cure you of the gay, but we can help alleviate a lot of the stress they're putting on you to watch their gay movies. That has to be one of the best ads that we've done. <laughs> I think you nailed it, buddy. Did I nail it? Yeah. There we go. ShellshockCBD.com. Um, by the way, for those that don't know, for the month of October, we're doing a little trick-or-treat thing on our website. Yeah, we're having a little competition. This is real. Through the month of October, we're going to hide a clickable Halloween-themed emoji somewhere on our website. Whoever finds the emoji and clicks on it will win a code to use $100 off. There will be five winners in total, and the clickable emoji and its location will change after each winner. Someone has already found and used the first two codes. For your chance to win, stay tuned to our social media channels and your emails for announcements on when each new emoji drops. We had, we've done it like three times, right? Yeah. And it's found within minutes. Yeah, we got to get... I, I, when we sat there and had this meeting... I thought it was such um, a great idea. Like, it, it was my idea because I'm just so fucking awesome. I'm it, amazing. It was, it was. You know how hard it is to be me? Having such a large penis, amazing personality, <laughs> these devilishly good looks, this amazing jaw made out of stone imported from the hills of Greece. You know how difficult it is to be the son of Adonis? I can't imagine. It's difficult. Imagine. It's very hard. Uh, I'm surprised Eichmann didn't cast me to be in his movie. He wants me to be gay. He wants to fuck me. He wants that. I look in the mirror and I want to fuck me. I'm like, my God, John, just bend over for me. Let me just stick it in your poopa. Okay, that got really weird. I apologize. That was was odd. Let's reel it in. And that's why we're not going to be on Fox. Let's reel it in. No, but for realsies, we had this meeting. We were talking about hiding these little Easter egg emojis and stuff. And I was just kind of like, okay, let's not make it too hard. Well... The guys, the crew didn't, and motherfuckers, like, y'all are some scavenging sons of bitches. Like, you give them a $100 free coupon, they're like, motherfucker. They go after it. They really do. Like, as soon as they posted it, the first one was found in five minutes. Like, Jesus. And, it's like, they make it hard to find these, but the our, our, our community... It's like, damn, man, y'all are fucking on this shit. They're ready. So, yeah, again, it's uh, shellshockcbd.com. We still have the next emojis up there. If you find it, it's $100 off any product at shellshockcbd.com. So that's pretty badass. Uh, New mainstay flavor, now available cotton candy, available in 20 and 40 count bags of Delta 8. If you want to get fucked up, we can help you do it. Yeah. If Delta 8 is bad in your state, check out our Delta 9. It probably isn't, and we'll send you that. That's right. It's just as good. Tastes amazing. And I guess we are still continuing the $50 or more. Use code MUG, get a free autographed mug if you'd like. I guess we're going to keep going with that. Again, $50 or more, free mug when you use code MUG. Use code MUG that Josh is drinking out of right now. Looks so good, so Mm. tasty. Oh, it makes coffee so much better. The best part of waking up is John Burke in your butt, or CBD in your cup, excuse me. That was, I've got gay on my mind. I don't know why. I've got the gayness. I I got a case of the gay. So, but yeah, check it out. ShellshockCBD.com, code MUG. Help support a great, great brand. Oh, we are the largest veteran-owned CBD company in America. Yep. We uh, pulled the analytics, and here we are. It's pretty awesome. That's a great title to have the largest veteran brand of CBD in America. Man, that's all all thanks to all of y'all. Thank you so much. Every single person that uses our products, that gives us shout-outs, um, and y'all post some really good pictures, and you tag Shellshock, yeah. um, and we're doing our best to repost your photos in our stories and stuff. But, man, some of y'all's photos are like, man, you should do this for a living. Like, well, I don't know. Like, some of these photos are so good, I feel like we should pay some of these people. It's like, dude, this is a work of art. Like, we'll pay you, like, 20 or 30 bucks. I know that's not a lot. But you took a fucking photo with your phone. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Dude, my house, after yesterday, I think I've dropped about $1,500 in decorations for fall, and my house looks like... A jack-o'-lantern shit all over it. Oh, maybe you are a homosexual. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What? <laughs> are you kidding me? What does that have to do with anything? I just, it looks Good for like you. fall. It looks like fall. Came out of the closet with some decorations. Damn right. With a pumpkin spice in one hand and a Head fucking pulled. strap on in the other. Here I am. I'm here. I'm queer. Let's drink some pumpkin spice. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Now I'm going to get this Eichmann and probably Christian Walker after me. I don't know what I'm going to do at this point. Yeah. They love them some Burke. Who doesn't? <laughs> Grunstyle doesn't. They don't like me very much, and I don't like them. Uh, Yeah, you want to know what else has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of a movie? Reviews. No one trusts reviewers in this fascist age of woke. Hardly anyone reviews movies based on actual quality. This is true. I said it yesterday. If these, the, the critics and reviewers are representatives of the voices of the people, and if your voice is not in unison with the people, then they're going to stop listening to you. Didn't they get like a 94... 
percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no fucking Hocus Pocus got sixty. Hocus Pocus two it is might, getting ripped apart. So my wife, uh, we watched the first one with yeah. the kids, and yeah. they fell asleep, didn't care. It's for It's cheesy as fuck. But it's, when we were kids, we loved it. I, I you get older, it's like okay, this is cheesy as fuck. Yeah, I was already like a teenager when it when okay. came. So I, I really have you seen the it. second one? Uh, my wife started watching it. She uh-huh. was like, I made it through about 15 minutes. It was bad. She said it was so bad. Oh, God. Was it because it was woke or just bu- bullshit just writing? Everything. Okay. Just right down the middle. Terrible. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Well, I mean, I watched the preview for it. It's literally the exact same thing as the first. They got to suck the souls out of children to stay alive for one night. And it's just kind of like, you know, with Democrats like Bette Midler and lead roles of that, I, it's not so much a suck. It's more like touch. <laughs> Sister. We must molest the children. <laughs> yeah, it was just even book the, like child porn in there and stuff. I know. <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> book. Yeah, I know. Like, huh? The book's like not again. No, not I don't again. like this. That's oh, so <laughs> gross. Oh my god. Yeah. So. <laughs> Terrible reviews it for is. the second one as well. No shot. They just can't think of any new movies. No. Everything they do, they got to... Well, now they're making another American Pie. You see up. this? It's an... Because it's apparently there was American Pie 2, there was a reunion, but now they're making another American Pie. It's I like, thought they bro, were all pretty funny. I thought they were too. Like the first one? The, I don't remember I so much the, the second one and third one. I remember the second the first one. was one. the... Uh, with the American Wedding, right? I, th- I think so. And then the third one was the uh, reunion. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the third one is obviously a little bit. Not they they drag stuff out. Yeah, they drag it out. I thought the first two were. were American Pie was great. That that was another cult classic yeah. to me. Like we grew up on that. Everybody knew about uh, you know him, Jason Bateman fucking the pie. It's like right. yeah, it's great. Yeah, but it's just that number one. Okay, let it go. It, it's had its it's run its course. But secondly, you're gonna beat it to death with the woke bat. Anything they remake now, it's gonna be woke and it's gonna be garbage. And you're gonna ruin it. Stop. I'm surprised they didn't do that with Jurassic World. That's why Jurassic, well, the most recent, the last Jurassic World was absolute garbage. They're all the same. I, I just yeah, feel like they're to, all the, to an extent, yeah. Because that dinosaur comes out and saves everybody in the end again. Yeah, literally the end of every movie, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> T-Rex is not only is the, the bad guy, he's also the hero at the end of literally every single every fucking movie or that, a variation of. Then the ocean uh, yeah. dinosaur that comes up and eats everything, too. Yeah. I mean, convenient. Uh, convenient. Oh, now there's dinosaurs in the water. Jaws is a bitch. We've got the Snephalophilophagus. Whatever the fuck that dinosaur. I don't know. All right. Well, enough of Billy Eichmann, whatever this douchebag's name is. Well, you, you got to love the stupidity of Democrats. Um, Eric Adams out of New York. You know how Ron DeSantis is uh, sending, he sent illegals up to New York. He's continuing to do so. Well, Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams has this great idea. This, this is such a great fucking idea. And as soon as I say this, I'm pretty sure everybody listening to the sound of my beautiful sounding voice is going to immediately pinpoint why this is such a horrible fucking idea. Okay, here we go. New York City may put border crossers on cruise ships for storage. <laughs> it's a vacation for you people just, that you, come in over here illegally. There it is. You just incentivize them to come even more. Uh. Uh, hey, Paco, if we uh, cross the border now, we're going to cruise ship in New York City. Oh, shit. Let's that's go. We start sending him to, like, Disneyland. Jeez. Oh, well, that's in Florida. I mean, no, Disney World's in Florida. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, send him to California. Apparently, all the citizens, yeah. or most of the citizens from New York are moving to Florida. You know that they had, like, 1.2 million uh, new business license applications? In Florida? This past year, yeah. I, I don't doubt it. The popu- I don't doubt it at all. Their population has grown, like, by 1%. Phew. No wonder. People people vote with their feet. Yep. They vote with their feet. Well, Eric Adams says he's in conversations with a cruise line to house arriving border crossers and illegal aliens sent on migrant buses from Texas on a ship off the coast of the city. So not only did you break the law and come into America illegally, you're getting bussed up to New York and you're going on a cruise ship. What the <laughs> fuck? Hmm. Do what? you do you ever just sit there and look at what the hell's going on? And be like, how the fuck did we get here? How much has that been costing taxpayers? Bro, that, that's the other thing. Tax, like New Yorkers are like, oh, it's such a good fucking idea. Such a good idea. Yeah. The May is, oh, wait, I got to pay for it. What the fuck? Fuck those illegal motherfuckers. Then it's like, wait a minute. That's your tax money, guys. Yep. That's where your that's where your money's going. 
bro. It's it's ridiculous. It's just fucking ridiculous at this point. I know that guy looks like such a douchebag too. Every time he gives a press conference, yeah, absolutely. He looks like a total douchebag. Kentucky don't have a brand, man. New York has a brand. Yeah, from stabbing and raping people on the subways. Yes, absolutely. You've, you've got a brand, all right. In New York, crime like two hundred percent spike. I think it's more than that. It probably it was like 216 or some shit like that, but it's kind of like, oh my God. On Monday in a press conference, Adams confirmed that he is in talks to put border crossers and illegal aliens on a cruise ship to get them out of the city's overcrowded homeless shelter system. Mr. Mayor, what is the status of the negotiations with the cruise lines? And also, what are your concerns with Orchard Beach seeing that there has been flooding up there given the recent rain? A reporter asked, to which Adams responded. When we get an agreement with anyone dealing with all of these issues around the migrant issues, we're going to make it formal. We're in conversations. We're going to continue to look at every opportunity to resolve this. So basically, it's just him sugarcoating saying we have no fucking clue what we're going to do. We mm-hmm. have no idea. Funny how you, it's just, you know, it happens. See, it's been happening in Texas for the shit forever. And then northern states, you get hit with this problem and you fold, you crumble. Oh, yeah. You don't even have an answer to this. And now you're starting to see what Texas has been dealing with. And now suddenly you don't like it. It's funny how that works. Isn't that something? Keep sending them to fucking California and New York. Do it. You want them so bad, they're your problem. You vet them. You house them. You do all that. I'm sure the local taxpayers are absolutely going to love you for it. You know, when the crime keeps going up yeah. higher and higher because of illegal immigration. They're going to deny it. Illegal aliens coming into the country. Democrats will deny it because to acknowledge it, the same reasoning why MSM, leftist media, media in general. Folks, I'm telling you right now what's going on in Iran. It's a massive issue. It is a massive issue. No, I'm not for American involvement, but I am for people. I'm encouraging for people to stand up and fight back against oppressive regimes. This is exactly what's going on in Iran. And why do you think nobody in the press is really covering it? This is like from January 24th, uh, 2022. They're, they're like, what's behind the spike in violent crimes across New York City? This is up in New York. Mm-hmm. Like uh, whether it's residential street in the Bronx or subway station in midtown Manhattan, New Yorkers feel more vulnerable than they have in years. Yeah. It's just a very sad situation. What's going on in New York City? One Harlem resident said, I hope New York City gets better. It's just got it's gotten worse. It will, yeah. And this is from this past January. Well, like I said before, it's like the reason they're never going to acknowledge that it's illegal immigrants doing this is the same reason they won't acknowledge MSM won't acknowledge the Iranian protests due the fact you got to call out Islam. They're not going to do it for fear of being called Islamophobes. Same reason why they will never acknowledge why illegal immigrants are the causation behind a lot of this violent crime over here, because then by doing so, you're going to get branded as a xenophobe. So for the very same reason they can't call out for call out things for what they are, it's because the monster they created will turn around and eat them. Therefore, they can no longer ever be fully truthful or open or transparent. This is what they have created with their uh, just insanity on the left. How long like, has he been mayor? Not long. Not long. Not long at all. And he's Since already 2021, doing, right? Yeah, so he's doing a horrible job. There's 485 murders in New York City in 2021. Mm-hmm. It's the the most in 10 years. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know what the count is right now, but... It's sad to say that. But again, just leave... Medical associations ask again, this is the trans community, guys. I'm so tired of talking about the trans community. They're fucking annoying. Medical associations <laughs> ask Biden's DOJ to investigate individuals against transgender surgeries for children. Now they're trying to sit there and say, if you don't agree with surgeries for children and mutilating children, the DOJ should investigate you for what exactly? You must be a pedophile. You man. must be, yeah, you must have standards and morals in the, oh God. It's just gross. Three of the nation's leading medical associations asked President Joe Biden's Department of Justice to investigate and prosecute journalists and parents who are concerned with hospitals and physicians who provide transgender surgeries to minors. Is that not the very definition of fascism? Sounds to me like, sounds a little fascist to me. The American Academy of Pediatrics, American Medical Association, and Children's Hospital Association sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland urging him to take swift action to investigate and prosecute those who allegedly threatened or target hospitals and physicians who provide transgender surgery to minors. Why? They're not doing anything illegal. All they're doing is putting your name out there, which is public information anyway. All they're doing is saying, this is the doctor who's performing these surgeries. That's not doxing. Now, if somebody digs up the home address that isn't public information posted, that's doxing. Hey, that's society telling you they don't want this shit. 
And I tend to agree with him. Oh, you got children involved. I, 100% I agree. No, you got children involved. I feel nothing for you. Your rights mean dick all to me now at this point. Your rights are off the table when you freaking go after kids. When you're a doctor that performs these surgeons, you know, and these these Democrats want to sit there and, you know, condemn capitalism as being heartless, immoral, yada, yada, yada. But you've got these doctors using capitalism that they're they're literally going to. Yeah. They're literally defending this. That's the only reason these doctors are doing You think the doctors give a flying fuck that you're demented in the head? No. Oh, no. You're a cash cow to them. Yeah. And when they can get one of you in there to, to butcher you up, chop you up, they're going to do it to all of you. You're like, hey, tell your friends I want to transition. This is a new hopping, popping thing, 15 grand per. Fuck yeah. I got to cut your tits off. That's too easy. Yep. They're making bank. And if you can get the government to subsidize your Shit. surgery, hell yeah, they're going to do it even more. Shit. Damn right. And then, you, then yet these Democrats will sit there and condemn capitalism. It's so evil and immoral. And it's like, but you got no problem using these same doctors. Yeah. And buying the rest of them, they all come out with this, this idea that abortion is a right. Therefore, and I love how there's caveats to this. This, this. this amendment in their mind is abortion, like Bernie Sanders and the rest of them say, abortion, or excuse me, healthcare is a right, which fed off into abortion is a right, which fed off into transgender care is a right, which led off or spin off to, you know, uh, toddlers with transgenderism is a right. Dating children is a right. Exactly. Fucking children is a right. Do you see how this this snowball of retardation and immorality <laughs> keeps keeps building? The more they ask for one thing, with liberalism, it's not just they want to make a point and stick with it. It's that they want to make a point and then continue to capitalize on it. And when you give an inch, they'll take them out, just like the Second Amendment. You know, I've told Crenshaw, I've told so many people out there, it's like you cannot have discussions with these people. You cannot even go to the table. They are bad faith actors. Mm -hmm. And when you give them an inch, they will take them out. They have a history and a pattern of doing this. Stop going to the table of negotiations with them, expecting a good faith conversation. You're not going to get it. You get punched in the face two or three times. Who's really the idiot? You are, because you knew what was coming and you did it anyway. Mm -hmm. That's just all there is to it. Um, we cannot stand by as threats of violence against our members and their patients proliferate with little consequence. American Academy of Pediatrics President Mora. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Stop operating on children. I'm for it. Hey, if suddenly, you know, your house burns down, hey, fuck, fuck you. Some of these physicians. Like, they're horrible they're, people. Watching that Matt Walsh. Oh, God, uh, yeah. The, some of those videos that he's put out, talking yeah. to a doctor. Mm -hmm. A doctor. A doctor. A fucking doctor. And he, he's talking about the chemical castration uh -huh. that it's, they give he to. He said it's not reversible. Rape, the rapist. Yeah. And he's like, these are the, and she's like, same, yeah. and she's like, you're mischaracterizing it. But yeah. it's the same exact drug that. Yeah. It's, how, it's not reversible. Yeah. It's not. Why not err on the side of caution? Mm-hmm. Because we can't not do something permanent. Because our, you know where this spawns from? This spawns from parents, and I use hell? that term. Yeah, the pits yeah, of hell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we'll go there. Yeah. Um, no, this spawns from parents wanting to be more friends than parents to their children. You got to be a parent and say, "No, you're not really a girl. Stop acting like that. Well, no, you're not really are a boy." Just, like jacked up in their head. Exactly. I almost wonder, like, how many of them are addicted to some of these pharmaceutical pills. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. I mean, I mean, let's just be honest, folks. Like, I don't get, I had this one troll on Twitter yesterday, like, calling me out. Like, I, I basically said that, or so, uh, David Hogg, you know, that little twat, um, wrong damn kid died. I've been waiting a long time to fucking say that, and now I can finally fucking say it because I'm not censored anymore. Wrong damn kid died. Fucking piece of shit. Anyway, he's over the age of 18. I can say that. Fuck all of you. He's just a kid. Well, fuck that kid. Fuck Greta. Fuck Hogg. Anywho, she looks like a hog anyway. She's a little fucking just twat. Anywho. I'm on one today. <laughs> David Hogg said, he's like, the Second Amendment is not absolute. He's like, oh, really? Then let's repeal the 19th. Let's repeal the 13th. Mm -hmm. Let's not let women vote, right? Because rights aren't absolute. Right, yeah. David? If one of it, if one isn't absolute, if, then exactly, none of them are absolute. Then none of them are absolute. That's what I love. But I tweeted out and said, that's literally what the Second Amendment is for. And this douchebag goes to Harvard. Oh, I wonder why. Huh. School shooting oh, privilege. I mean, school shooting privilege. School shooting survival privilege, which he wasn't even in the building, apparently, you know, I, for those that don't know. I don't guy's a fucking liar. I don't think I'd ever hire somebody that went to Harvard. Fuck no. That means nothing these days. Give me a DeVry University graduate. Well, if you say, if it's like somebody from Harvard came to work at Shellshock, I don't know why that would ever happen. But if it did, in the rare case, a rare instance, you know, whatever their sex is, like, have you been that sex your entire life? <laughs> some some of you people, you're sneaky. You're women. You look you look real, but you're not. 
They're not the real titties. That's Maybe. not a real vagina. That's your butthole. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not falling for that one again. But no, he tweeted that out and he said, you know, the Second Amendment is not absolute. You know, stuff like that. I was like, um, yes, it is. It's, it is absolute mm-hmm. to overthrow a potentially. Anyway, somebody suddenly tags the FBI and was like, we have a, a domestic terrorist here. You should come get him. But just a troll. And I was just like, yeah. And I was like, if I had my way, I'd freaking, if we had a civil war, I'd, I'd happily come for people like you. And this guy doubles down. He's like, oh my God, you're a terrorist. I was like, call me whatever you want. Like, if there was a civil war, I'd have no issue putting a bullet in your fucking head. It's like, I do not like you people. I do not like you. I do not like the liberals there. I do not like them anywhere. I'd like to put their heads in sand. I don't want them touching children, Sam. <laughs> 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 it's fucking true. They're fucking degenerates and pedophiles, man. Yeah. Not all of them. I'm not talking about all Democrats. Yeah, I, again, when I make these references, it's the extremists within the group. I do know several, several moderate Democrats. I got to be clear on that. I have to remind people. I'm not talking about all liberals, just the retarded ones. Just these ones who are out here talking about, them, so. you know, children tra- transitioning yeah. or yeah. transgender children. That's not a thing. Yeah, no, it's not. They just made it up. What's well, a fad. These trends are occurring in, in our youth. You know and they, it started? It's a cool thing to be trans. You know how they started introducing this stuff? I remember After watching that. Pods? I don't know. Watching, uh, remember that show Modern Family? Yeah. Okay, so they had the two uh, the two gay guys who were yeah. married, who mm-hmm. adopted the little girl. And there was this one episode, and this is why I stopped watching it. it. They said there was a little boy who was transitioning to a girl, and oh, they God. changed his name. This was like in the actual show. I'm yeah. like, huh. You know, they... They drip it into they society. Have, they have. This is how you normalize That's it. That's how they leak it. That's how they normalize and this it. this is probably about it. five, six years ago, maybe. Ugh. I'm like, Ugh. huh. No, thanks. Like, I don't care about gay guys getting married or gay women getting married. Any of that stuff. I, yeah. I don't care about it. Just yeah. don't force your opinions on me. I'm, I'll no. do the same. But when you start to do that with children, then I it's it's a problem. Yeah. Well, CNN's Enton polling showing significant drop for Democrats among black voters. CNN senior data reporter Harry Einstein or Enton said Monday on New Day that polling is showing a significant drop in support for Democrats among black voters. Anchorman or anchor Brianna Kyler said new data is showing warning signs for Democrats ahead of the midterms. A key voting group that is considered reliably Democratic does not seem as blue as it once was. CNN senior data reporter Harry Enton is joining us now. So, Harry, as we move into the midterms, here's here you're saying we're seeing movement among a core demographic group. Enton said, yes, take a look here. This is black voters' electoral preference and pre-election polling. Black voters are the core part of the Democratic Party. And as you can see here in the race for Congress, they're still getting 74% in the pre-election polling right now. But compared to the final polling for 2020 president and 2018 Congress back in 2020, it was 84%, 85% in 2018. So you're clearly seeing right here, there is less support for Democratic candidates for Congress among African Americans. And as you know, this is why the GOP, excuse me, this is why the DNC wants to keep them poor, wants to keep them coming back with lies. That's their main core group of people. Mm -hmm. It's one of them, a big one. That and illegal aliens. 100%. And dead people. (laughs) That's it right there in a nutshell, folks. Why do you think they pander? This is why Democrats pander so hard to minorities. This is why they're sitting there being racist towards white people. Mm -hmm. I saw this this stupid fucking post on my Instagram from Dallas. Here in Dallas, some stupid team. I don't even know what they do. But talked about, hey, are you a minority-owned business? Let us know. We're going to help you out for free. So I wrote him. I was like, so wait, what about... Someone that's not a minority, that's a small business owner, that actually, by by data, by percentages, actually employs more people to include people of color than minority-owned businesses. It's like, what, so are you just going to say, fuck us? Like, how is that not discrimination? Discrimination is discrimination across the board. Mm-hmm. Discriminating towards white people just because we're white doesn't suddenly invalidate it and not make it discrimination. It's discrimination. White people need to start standing up and calling this shit out. Say, so this is fucking ridiculous. Because I'm telling you, folks, we don't have enough white people standing up and speaking out against this racism by fellow white business owners towards white people. Because I'm telling you, we're the majority of the, the dollar spenders. We are the majority of the population in America. And until white people start stepping up and playing some of these minority games as far as saying, fine, you want to do that, we boycott your shit. Sell to the minorities only, but you just lost us. Or you cannot discriminate and be impartial and help out everybody. Because doesn't rising tides raise all ships? You'd think so, right? You would think that, but of course not. We have to pander to minorities. Are we going to depend on Candace Owens and Kanye West Jesus. to wear 
White Lives Matter. Everybody's sure. fucking loving them some Kanye again. And I'm just like, this guy is such a whack job. Why the fuck are we back here doing this again? Kanye, or excuse me, Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk rode Kanye to stardom back in when Trump was running. And then Kanye blew up like I said he would. It's like, the guy's a fucking loose cannon. You don't know where he's going to go. When you strap yourself with that rocket, it's going to take you with it. And when it detonates, if you don't like cut sling load first, you're blowing up with it. And what did he do? He went out there and he went fucking crazy. Then he gets in the drama with the Kardashians, and that's a public beef, and now he's fucking out there with the White Lives Matter shirts with Candace Owen and some Paris. I don't fucking care. Like, this guy is all over the goddamn place. He's crazy. He's fucking crazy. Do you think when you have that much money... This is what happens, yeah. You open up your mind to just, like, all sorts of possibilities? absolutely. Yeah. You don't live in reality anymore. You you have a different reality. You think of things like uh, SpaceX... Elon's pretty. Oh, oh, I mean, he's pretty eccentric too. Absolutely, yeah. So, like these billionaires who achieve the the highest. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you have to think outside the bubble for sure, outside the box, hundred percent. But Kanye, this guy, he's amazing in music. I'll give him that. But some of the stuff, it's like, bro, your fashion line now is crafted out of homeless clothes. Like you're attempting to make it look homeless. Why? That's not fashionable. Just because you said it's fashion. Because here's the day. Here's the. If you think it's fashionable. Remove Kanye from the equation and put anybody else out there in the same pair of clothes, and would you still consider it fashionable? If you don't, well, then it's not the actual clothes. It's the person. So take Kanye out, put somebody else in homeless clothes. This is a fashion trend. You look at him and be like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> you see, that's how trends work, folks. It just reminds it's, me It's people of, uh... that we think are cool that start these. I'm telling you, if I ever saw any of my friends wearing some Kanye, Yee, Yeezy, ZZ, Tau, whatever, Yeezy, Yeezy, I don't know what the fuck he calls himself these days. If I saw you wearing some fucking trailer trash shit like that out of a garbage, I'm making fun of you. I paid $500 for these jeans full of holes with like almost enough material to make a fucking Speedo out of jeans. Like what? What? Are you serious? Like you really did that? It's the same as like Harley Davidson. It's a brand. You are paying for a brand. And in reality, if you look at it, it's like, I had a Harley. I was not impressed. I was not impressed. I love my Indian. It's not a, that's not a sponsored shout out either. I wish it was. That'd be badass. Sponsored by Indian Motorcycles? Fuck. I got mine going in the shop on Thursday, by the way. Yeah. They're putting fucking speakers in the saddlebag lids, updating the speakers on the front panel. I'm putting the uh, heated the heated uh, handles on the front. I'm updating the, or I already put on, I, I installed my, um, my highway bar fucking floorboards. Love those. I've dropped some money in this fucking bike now, and I some love spinners. it. Spinners, uh, yeah, get some spinners. Dropped some, it. Some cards in the spokes, you know. Low profile. Mm, yeah. Oh, I do want to get some lights on the engine. I think that'd be cool because at night, you know, when you're driving, people don't hear. I have softer pipes. That's not a gay yeah, joke. That, yeah, it's not a gay joke. I know <laughs> you going the gay with it. So. Yeah. Anywho, uh, White House mocked. When has the White House not been mocked? <laughs> That's not really saying uh-huh. much, Breitbart. White House mocked for promising better America with Joe Biden in a Corvette photo. That's a beautiful Corvette. <laughs> he floors it like runs oh over his God. staff. Get in. <laughs> we're going to make America broke again. Get in. I forgot where we're going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the White House on Monday released a photo of President Joe Biden driving a classic Corvette to promote a better America under his leadership. I find it very ironic that the car is green. Yet he is not. It's like you're sitting there advocating for banning all this stuff. No fracking, no oil, no faucet, nothing. You want green energy. And here you are in an American eight-cylinder muscle fucking car that guzzles gas like your son does crack. And you expect people to say what, pray tell? You kidding me? Hey, guys, let them buy Teslas. But I'm going to drive this this Corvette. Cost me three hundred dollars to fill it up. It's like a seventy-something Corvette, I think. <laughs> Get in, folks. We're building a better America. The message posted on social media read featuring Biden in this classic Corvette. Jesus Christ! Team Biden appears to be trying to channel the old Mean Girls meme, successfully used by former President Barack Obama's social media team to promote health care. Oh, good lord, that's pathetic. The post sparked widespread mockery online as voters pointed out high gas prices, a falling stock market, growing inflation, and other problems in the country under his leadership. Some uh, the photoshops on this are just great. They're phenomenal. Yeah, they're pretty funny. You see the one of Biden in front of a uh, diesel or a uh, <laughs> a pump, a Chevron pump. I think in California, because the gas prices are like seven twenty nine a gallon, seven thirty one, seven thirty three, seven fifty seven for diesel. And just like a picture of him and his Corvette sitting there. It's like I did that. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's just great. It's just so fucking great. They're pretty funny. Get in, loser. We're uh, we're um uh, um. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. This is just this is hilarious. You got him in Ukraine building Ukraine back better. It's it's just uh, the internet never misses. We're going to the you know the thing. <laughs> <We're> going- <laughs> uh, I, I love how liberals always say the right can't meme. Like, dude, are you kidding me? They fucking meme the fuck out of you. They it's own hilarious. The meme. Oh, uh, here we go. Kanye West says everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. He's not wrong. But oh, Kanye, right. Kanye is like the same as QAnon and Alex Jones. It's like, ah, oh, Kanye was right. Yeah, he said enough shit that eventually you're going to get some things right. That's just a matter of percentages. That's not a matter of just having like some kind of deep intellect or enough foresight. It's like if you say enough shit, some of it is bound to be right. Hate me all you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't. My opinion of uh, Kanye is... He's got influence. Uh, I'm he, not denying that. He's not... He's not going to influence my decision oh God, no, no. one way or another. But no. if he comes out and he's like, "Hey, this is, yeah, you know, this is great. I think we should do this," and yeah. it aligns with some of the things that, yeah, that I agree with. I will acknowledge he's right on this. Yeah, it's like if he says, "Hey, we should yeah. have lower taxes, less government." Yeah. I'm like, but then he turns around and says yeah. that Trump should be flying on a hydro jet or some shit. And I'm just like, but what are you talking about, Kanye? <laughs> Shut up! Who let this idiot in the fucking White House? Damn it! Why is Kanye talking to the president again? What is he saying now? We should like grow marijuana in the back garden or some shit. Jesus, Kanye, it, shut was it instrumental in getting uh, a bunch of people out of uh, a bunch of back, black people out of jail? I think that was Kim. Was that Kim? Yeah, but they they were both there, right? Yeah, but Kim also had ulterior motives. It wasn't just some altruistic reason. Like she literally, she had a connection. There, there was yeah. I mean, either way, there was people in jail that probably yeah. had shouldn't have been there or were there maybe yeah. too long. Like the yep. well, I think she got busted for like weed. Yeah, like selling weed, which is just crazy. I don't know. Maybe it was more. Maybe. Mm. Rap mogul and billionaire fashion entrepreneur Kanye West has declared that Black Lives Matter was always just a scam, saying that the movement is now over. On Tuesday, Kanye West posted a haiku-like obituary for the BLM movement to his Instagram stories, taking at least partial credit for its demise. Everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. Damn. <laughs> Good for you, Kanye. You're welcome. West Hurst declaration comes as BLM is currently under fire for allegedly misappropriating millions of dollars in fundraising. Literally, black people stole from black people. The stereotype just writes itself. And it's not like white people don't do it either. But it's just like, bro, they had the they had the ability to really change lives for black people in America by voluntarily donating money. I didn't because I think you're stupid for doing so because I knew this was gonna happen. Mm. But it's like, wait a minute. You want to freaking change things for kids, for black lives? Okay, fine. Invest in these inner schools, these inner cities. Get these kids off of drugs. Get them actual jobs. Give them trade. Learn. Here's the thing. You really want to do something? Set up trade schools. Teach them trades. Be a good parent. Be a good parent. Be present in your kid's life. How about that? Maybe start there. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not talking about that. Seriously, Anywho, I, I mean, I know, you want, I know, I know. You want your communities, you want your kids yeah. to be better. Stop stealing from each other. Be a good role model. I agree. You know, put down the bottle. <laughs> That's where we're at, folks. Show up at school. That's meetings. where we're at. Do the right Instead, thing. what do they do? They just they buy large mansions and nice vacations. Throw big like, parties for yeah. themselves. Well, they're helping black lives, their own. But you know, fuck the uh, the ghetto kids, the kids that just live in poverty and shit like that. They don't matter. Again. This is the very premise behind why socialism doesn't work. You had these you had these arbiters that were going to be there. Like they were the moral arbiters to, to fiscally, you know, to give each person according to their needs. And what did they do? Well, apparently they needed some $6 million mansions. And they were like, fuck the rest of you poor peasants. Yeah, how, many, how many houses did they buy? Wasn't it like four or five? It was ridiculous. And one was in L.A., a $6 million mansion for content, for black content creators. <laughs> what? Fucking say what? I know. Bitch, get you an Airbnb. Hey, that's you want a, you want a black content creator that you need a place for them to stay so they can shove mushrooms up their ass and trip balls so they can write something good? I don't know. Well then get a fucking Airbnb. You'll save a lot of money. You can write that shit off. But no. It's funny. The United Nations partners with Google to silence climate skeptics. Folks, folks, do you see it now? Do you see why social media is not private? It's not a private company. They're protected by the government. The UN is now working with Google to promote climate change. Now, look, I believe in climate change, but not in the sense that they're making it out to be. I believe that the climate changes over time, yes. 
I believe that we shouldn't be as pollutant as we are. We should figure out alternative methods within the realm of being pragmatic. Clearly, we can't just go green on everything because people can't afford that shit. But I'm not for, like, yeah, it bothers me seeing the trash in the ocean. It bothers me seeing litter on the side. It's, yeah, it's fucked up. We should take care of this planet. I'm all for that. I'm all for, you know, and here's the thing. I am all for going green, man. If it was possible for there to be some way to have a clean, consumable energy source, I'm all about it as long as it's affordable. Why not? Who wouldn't want that? That's a great thing. It, it helps the planet. Hopefully it's cheaper. But the problem that we face is give me a pragmatic approach to this because it's not possible. No. Solar? No. And it doesn't always work. No, it doesn't. Nuclear? Good luck. Nuclear power is the best. It's the cleanest, best cleanest energy. It's danger, but it's yeah, hundred percent. I don't. I don't think it's how, why. How is it dangerous? I don't know. It has the word nuclear in it, so I'm assuming it's nuclear. That's, it's bad. I don't know. There's never been one single power plant here in the United States. I don't think uh, that's, Chernobyl. Hello. That was Chernobyl. Yeah, and it's like you could still and go to Chernobyl. Are going to be over there very soon, Josh. So you could say that it happened in America because Ukraine is pretty much little America. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, <laughs> no, a, I get what you're saying. I'm a gas no, man. I'm a gas. I'm a dapper damn man. No, I, I wish I, I wish there was there was more. I mean, my God, look at Rudy Reyes with his his Force Blue. They're uh they're nonprofit. They go and these are veteran divers that go down and they pick up trash. They help plant or they help plant new corals. Uh, these are great things. I'm not against this. I love this type of or people getting involved in that way. Oh, three mile, well, yeah, three but, mile island. But what Maybe I don't one. like seeing is freaking people trying to force others into this mindset or this lifestyle. It's like, well, if you don't drive an EV, you're a fucking blah, blah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I have a Tesla, and I think a lot of Tesla owners are the biggest fucking douchebags I've ever seen. But even still, I was like, I just like it because I'm not getting... up, I'm like, look at that douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it because I'm not getting pounded in the ass by Biden's gas prices. I'm just getting pounded in the ass by the energy price. <laughs> the utilities are gone up. I mean, that's all it really is. Like, uh, at least I'm not getting fucked at the pump and the gas or and the electrical prices. Y'all are getting fucked both ways. I'm only getting fucked one way, so... I'm feeling it, just not as much as you. I'm getting up the ass, but not the mouth. You're getting it from the ass and the mouth. So you got your little gangbang spit there going on. Man, the government's just raw dogging us like crazy and just not even fucking giving us a good tip. Damn, man. <laughs> Fuck. That ain't right. It's getting weird in here. It is getting weird. Son of a bitch. But yeah, United Nations partners with Google to silence climate skeptics. Folks, I'm, again, these people don't seem to understand. When you try and silence someone, you are only going to magnify their voice. And there's going to, because here's the reason. If Fauci had not silenced all the doctors and he debated the science and he actually had truth and logic on his side, what causation would you have to duck those debates? What causation would you have to silence your opposition? Because by doing so, all you're doing is saying, hey, that person's dangerous by what they're saying. Therefore, there's got to be a lot of truth in their words. We have to silence this. These idiots don't seem to get it. So they know that doing this is what we're going to think. But they also realize if they let them talk, they're eventually going to get proven wrong. So it's better to silence the opposition, deal with the blowback versus let them continue talking, get proven wrong and lose altogether. Yeah, they don't have an argument. They don't. They have nothing. They, ha they have to silence people. Yeah. So if your opposition has a better argument than you. 100%. And your solution is to silence them. Yep. Then... You must be wrong. Exactly. Right? Yep. Your science, your logic should be able to stand on its own. That, that's yeah. science. That'd be, that's, the, that's why Fauci was such full of shit. Right. It's like if you have science and logic behind you and, you know, with everything you're doing, then you should have no problem debating these topics. Shouldn't None. be an issue. Yeah. You Shouldn't. should welcome the challenge. Yeah. To be like, okay, well, this is the reason. This, yeah. is, you know, this is all of our... Here's a crazy idea. Just, just, just spitballing here. I know this is a, a weird concept to some, but what if we had America or the world's top doctors, and we filmed this, and we put them in a little round room table, and we just filmed them and let them say, hey, you're the top leading medical people. Figure it out, and we want to watch. Let them debate. And not in the sense of like trying to prove each other wrong, but mm -hmm. in a sense of working together, saying, okay, we have the smartest minds here, Let's put our shit together and see if we can we can unfuck this. Why not? And then let the people see how the meat is made. Mm. Would that be a pretty cool thing, wouldn't it? Oh, whoa. Another great idea. We have this island. We'll call it Schmalschmeria. Okay? <laughs> Schmalschmeria, whatever. And we release a virus. And then we create, or and the contestants on the show are scientists. And the scientists actually aren't on the island, just random people. And we release this virus, and we don't tell the scientists what the virus is. And they have to figure it out. Hmm. How many people are going to die before they figure out that it's anthrax? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible show. Horrible show. I did. We're not doing that. 
Horrible idea. Give them all cancer. See how quickly oh, they come up with a cure. Fuck. Yeah, right. It's jokes on us. It already exists. <laughs> Melissa Fleming, the UN's Undersecretary for Global Communications, said at a September 29th World Economic Forum event, the UN is working with Google to elevate the content. I like how they say elevate the content versus saying silence people that disagree. Because mm. elevate the content sounds so much better. A real wordsmith. Absolutely it is. Bunch of fucking liars. Uh, you know, we partner with Google. For example, if you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, get all kinds of UN resources. Miss Fleming declared, the UN, the same UN that isn't saying shit about Iran. The same UN that ain't doing dick all about actual women's rights in Iran. Nothing. Because I'm telling you, as the UN, the United Nations, this is a human rights violation. This is what you're here for. Mm -hmm. What are you doing about it? No, we're more focused on Russia and Ukraine. I would much rather send guns and resources to the women of Iran for them to fight for their own freedom. Because, again, like we said before, Ukraine is corrupt. Iran's probably corrupt as well. We know that. But if we can at least get Iran to overthrow that government and hopefully install a pro-Western... Because it would literally be repeating what we did in Ukraine in 2014. Arm them, help them facilitate a coup, overthrow that government, and then make them an ally. And maybe we can get some discounted oil. Or maybe we just... I mean, our that, energy independent ourselves again. Well, well, here, yeah, but at the same token, like, here's the thing if we could broker a deal, and I think Trump could do something like this. I think Trump would, in a sense of like, and probably not flagrant about it in the forefront of like the news, but he'd probably do it behind the behind closed doors. But it'd be one of those like, okay, yeah, we'll help you. Like, we would put, put contacts on the ground, help, like, send over freaking SF units over there. That's again, their job is to train counter, uh, counter, or guerrilla warfare, counterinsurgency. Say it. Say it. Um, I'm not trying to say too much, but you get where I'm going. Um, but that's their job, yeah. to create counterinsurgencies. Arm them, train them. This is urban warfare. That's right. Because, again, we still have a lot of spec ops veterans from the global war on terror. This is their field house. This is their wheelhouse. Excuse me. They know what they're doing with this. Mm -hmm. Let them go in there and train them. And then we make deals. We make a deal with them say, look, if we help you overthrow this corrupt government that's clearly violating human rights, then once you take power, we're, we're cutting some deal on oil. And if we can get it cheaper than what we can get it for here in America, it's a good and a bad thing because I feel like here in America, we should put our, our oil workers to work. Yeah. But at the same token, if we can get it cheaper from somewhere else and hold our own reserves, that's not a bad idea either. I don't know. I don't know. If you're drilling here at home, then how would it be cheaper than getting it from Iran unless it was like a penny a barrel, right? You'd be surprised what desperate people, desperate people are willing to negotiate when they're on the verge of a But coup. they can obviously True. Uh, sell to... EU. But the right? EU is not backing them right now. That's what I'm saying is if America did, we could have potentially a future ally there. In Iran? Fuck yeah. I don't know. If we get rid of it, because here's the thing. People don't seem to understand. It's like Iranian people do love America. The government does not. Right. The government hates America. Get rid of that government. Let the people take it back over and see what happens. Because imagine if one of these Middle Eastern countries got out of this opp oppressive Islamic regime ideology and you had a Middle Eastern country that was more progressive. I'd be very interested in seeing what that does to the world economic balance as far as oil manufacturing and exportation does. I don't know, man. They're just... So many bad people oh, of course. over there. Yeah. And to get them to relinquish power or get them out you of power. But that's what I'm saying. If this with this a real real feat to overcome. Give them AK forty sevens and watch them work. You they, think so? I absolutely believe so. Absolutely. yeah. I just wouldn't want to commit any American troops to it. No, hell and no. Honestly, no. I'm just saying uh, guns. Like, well, I mean, I would say if I, <laughs> I would say special forces units, but that that is committing troops, so maybe not special forces unit, but at least be like, hey, if you want to send some reps over here, we'll train them. It's like we're not committing troops, but we'll train yours. That's <laughs> on your dime. I don't know. I'm just saying that it would be cool to have a pro Middle Eastern Western government installed in Iran. We had some type of ally over there that again, because here's the deal: if say like we we. We contract out some or negotiate some great deal, some insanely great deal. Fuck Russia. Fuck the rest of them. We've got them. Help that country overthrow the government, install a pro-democracy, if that's what they're going for. Again, I'm assuming all intentions are good and noble, which they're probably not. But still, you get where I'm going with that. We, we lock in a lifetime partnership, like a 50-year contract, say, hey, we helped do this. Get where I'm going? I mean, pipe dream, yes. Is it going to happen? Fuck no. Pragmatic, not even in the slightest. That's what I would do, though. Here's a question for you. Shoot. Do you think uh, the United States had something to do with blowing up that Nord Stream 2 pipeline? You know, I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know. Because now there's speculation there was a U.S. sub close by, blah, blah. blah. I, I just don't know. 
And again, folks, these these were 100 pounds. What they're saying is it was 100 pounds of uh, TNT, plastic. I forget what it was. But yeah, either way, something powerful enough. To yeah, that's de- not that is not some simplistic little no. fucking charge underwater charge. Might I add that was that had to be military. That had to be military. Yeah, it has to be. So that was a fucking yeah. Because that's a. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a sticky situation that's going very, on right yeah. now. So yeah. this United States government had a hand in and that. And I mean, we're inching closer and closer to another world war. Bro, we're getting there. We are fucking getting there. Shit keep popping up. There we go. Uh, fucking UN. And last, most certainly not least, Donald Trump is suing CNN for a defamation lawsuit. Former President Donald Trump is suing CNN in a $475 million defamation lawsuit, according to a complaint filed in federal court on Monday. The lawsuit focuses on the network's characterization of Trump as being a racist Russian lackey, insurrectionist, and its persistent association of Trump to Adolf Hitler and Nazism. The time has finally come to hold CNN responsible and legally accountable for their willful deception and uh, defamatory statements made about me and both directly and indirectly my strong, devoted, and patriotic supporters, Trump said in a statement released shortly after. And here's the deal. Um, I think Trump could pull it off. Yeah, I think CNN is going to pay for his uh, presidential run in 2024. I would laugh my ass off. They oh should. Oh, my God. I would laugh my fucking ass off. You know, all those lamestream media corporations should should be sued yeah. for all the crap that they, they 100%. Said. I think, though, he's going to win. He wouldn't He wouldn't take him to court if he thought he'd lose. No. His lawyers were like, you got nothing here. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm surprised, we I'm surprised it's only $475 million. That's a good, well, I mean, it's got to be within the realm of, like, they can cover it, saying the damages incurred, this was the estimated cost. If it's doing the libel route. Look what he did to his brand here. This guy was, had this, Trump would put, could put his name on anything, right? Mm-hmm. And it would be successful. His hotels, restaurants, wine, and them dragging his name through the mud and accusing him of being a Nazi and a racist and yeah. insurrectionist. All this stuff it damages your brand. Yeah. And if 100%. you're a billionaire, then, mm-hmm. you know, the, there's the a difference. price tag's going to be a lot higher than if it's yeah. me. There's a difference in libel versus just making up random shit. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, if there's a difference in libel. Yeah. If you're making up random shit, you can be sued for libel, for slander, because there's no factual evidence to prove that it's true. If you actually say something, for example, like the Herschel Walker ordeal, and it's saying, you know, you paid for this abortion. And you just make that accusation and there's no proof on it. You can be sued. It's like, well, you just made an accusation. I find that to be a false and you cost me this, this much in, in uh, revenue from whatever my business is or, you know, speaking, whatever the case may be. But if they come with receipts saying this is true, yeah. then you've got nothing. Yeah. And then you'll you know, lose. In Herschel Walker's case, if that's something that he, he did do uh, several years ago, mm-hmm. then it would behoove him to come out and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I did that. I regret it every day. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, I wish I could take back, but I can't. And I got to move forward the best way I know how. And that's to, uh, you know, run for the Senate and, uh, you know, try to help as many people as I can. Well, 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 I mean, he's denying it. He says it's not real. It never happened. Uh, But there's apparently a card with a signature, a get well card with a signature and the check he used to fund the abortion. I don't know. I really don't know. But instantly, they're demonizing him. They're, they're again, saying he's guilty. He's like, well, we don't even know what's going on. This could be a leftist article hit piece. We just don't know. Could be. And that's why it's kind of like when this Christian Walker kid comes out there and starts going after his dad right off the bat. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, this this seems scripted. This seems like, I don't know. This also, because, again, the thing that doesn't make sense is this kid, Christian Walker, he's endorsed his dad since his dad started running. He's spoken at his events. He's, he's done all kinds of stuff for him. And then you come out and you say this. It's like, wait a minute. Like, you tell me you didn't know this about you. Uh, something's off on this. Yeah. And nobody's going to say anything in the GOP. Everybody's going to sit there and they're going to like, oh, my God, poor son, poor kid's like, wait a minute, come on now. It's like, yeah, I, there's something off about this. It just doesn't feel right. So I don't know if this is a publicity stunt by Christian. I have no idea. Hmm. But either way, take your shit private, man. Stop going to social media, vent your dirty laundry. It's ridiculous. 
but there it is. Well, folks, that does it for today. That's uh, the end of today's episode. We appreciate you being here. Hey, if you could, go check out shellshockcbd.com. Use code MUG. Get that free autographed mug with orders $50 or more. And don't forget the booberry flavor we have for Halloween. Limited run. This is not going to be permanent. This is a limited run flavor of our CBD oil. We have it in full spectrum and isolate. Again, this is booberry. And broad spectrum. And broad spectrum. Excuse me. We got it in all three of those. So, again, check that out. Buy one of those. By the way, buy one and then use code MUG and get yourself a free autograph mug. Try out the booberry flavor. It's really good. We've tested it ourselves. Very good. Amazing. Oh, also collector's edition bottle with the cool little label on there for Halloween. They, did, they turned one. out nice, They right? did, yeah. This is it right here. You can't really see it. Um, this is the bottle right here. You got the little ghosts on it like that. Dude, they did an amazing job on this. So, big shout out to... Uh, our design team for this. Again, that is the Booberry Drops, the Halloween release. Use code MUG to buy one of these and get yourself a free mug. And don't forget, we're doing the Easter egg hunt. So head on over to shellshockcbd.com. Go do the Easter egg hunt for the emoji. Possibly save yourself $100. And if you don't get it, whatever, go buy these Booberry Drops. Use code MUG, get a free, uh, free autograph mug there. You'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. As always, you got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. Hit that share button. Leave a comment below. Tell your friends about the podcast and share the rumble. We appreciate you. We love you. We will see you right back here tomorrow on the All-American Savage Show podcast. And as always, you stay savage, America.